Hear these words from Isaiah 58, verses 1 through 12. Shout out, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Announce my people their rebellion, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet day after day they seek me, and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that practiced righteousness, and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments, they delight to draw near to God. Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble ourselves, but you do not notice? Look. You serve your own interest on your fast day and oppress all your workers. Look, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to strike with a wicked fist. Such fasting as you do today will not make your voice heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose, a day to humble oneself? Is it to bow down the head like a bulrush? And to lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose? To loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? And bring the homeless poor into your house, when you see the naked to cover them, and not to hide yourself from your own kin. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, here I am. If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in the darkness and your gloom be like the new day. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your needs in parched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters shall never fail. Your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall rise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to live in. Hear these words from Matthew 6, verse 16 through 18. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast... Put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may not may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. 
dear beloved community. I want to share a couple of reflections from my role as college chaplain. So if you're a student listening to this now, I want you to know that these words come from my heart, hopefully with God's spirit for you, inspired by my work with and for you, sometimes throughout the hardest moments of life. If you're not a student, I invite you to hear these words through two different lenses. One, hear them on behalf of the young people in your life, as my reflections are based on what I hear from and see in young people in my regular work. But a second lens is this. Hear these words for you yourself, whether you are 20 or 50. Many of us are still healing wounds we incurred years ago. And maybe something here today speaks to that part of you that is still young, still vulnerable, still looking for healing. Today, on the cusp of the two-year mark of when the pandemic started shutting down certain parts of our lives in the United States, I have concerns about Lenten fasting that I want to raise as you discern your own path through this season. Friends, I have seen the downward spiral of mental health experienced by many of us, young and old. People are more tired, fatigued, stressed, anxious, listless, scared, sad, mad, angry, (sighs) defeated. And this is connected not only to the pandemic, but to the social realities we find ourselves in, the political battles and international conflicts and changed dreams and ungrieved losses. If you find yourself still struggling with mental and emotional health, we have to be careful about how we think of fasting, even in this season. Many of the societal responses to pain or dissatisfaction are tied up in calls for rigid discipline and proving one's worth through action. So it gets really messy when we try to figure out if we're fasting for God or fasting because we think it might improve our situation in life. But hear me now, today. You do not have to earn or fight your way into belovedness. You, dear ones, are already blessed You are blessed. You are loved. You are created and you live and you are loved. So if you are thinking that suffering through Lent will earn you God's favor that you did not have before, I urge you to rethink your fast. As the prophet in Isaiah tells us, The fast he chooses is one that loosens the bonds of injustice and sets the captives free. 
I'm telling you now that there are those listening to this and those in your lives and maybe even you that are held captive to disordered eating and diet culture and hyper-productivity culture that prioritizes work over all else that tells you to produce and produce and produce to be a good and worthy person. And beloveds, if your fast is simply with the goal to be a more efficient or smaller person, then that is not a spiritual fast. That is not what God needs from you. God does not need you to lose weight or work more or to be miserable just to prove yourself worthy. Fasting is an invitation to prioritize God's call for our lives over all the other calls on our lives. That is the heart of Lenten fasting, for that will help us prepare for the inbreaking of God through Christ we will finally get to welcome after six weeks. I want to end with a few questions you might ask yourself as you discern your way forward through Lent. One, have you chosen a fast that is about self-improvement in general? Or have you chosen a fast that prioritizes one of your spiritual values, like mindfulness, prayer, charity, and justice? Two, do you think God's love is tied up in your fast? Or do you trust that God already loves you? Three, is this fast healthy for you this year? Or do you need to find something more gracious? Will this fast contribute to or take away from your spiritual and mental health? And four, should you or could you consider adding something to your life rather than just taking something away? Perhaps there's something you want to prioritize over the need to deprive yourself of something. Friends, I invite you to reflect on these things as we move into the season of Lent on this Ash Wednesday. May this be a blessing to you as we prepare our hearts for the Easter season. Amen.